0: Another episode of One Step Away From. I'm R, and the topic of today's subject is uh, school exclusion and black boys. Um, it's open to the panel. So, um, first question is why are black boys being excluded from school? And that goes to M.
1: Okay, um, well, first and foremost, um... Any perspective that comes from me today Is from someone obviously Is black um, Did go through the schooling system However uh, Wasn't ever expelled from school Or excluded from school So my perspective will be from someone That was from a single parent home Background Afro-Caribbean But Done relatively Or pretty well at school Um, My In answer to your question um, There's a whole multitude of uh, reasons Why I believe uh, black boys are being expelled. Um, however, and I'm sure we'll uh, digest and divulge uh, as we go on. But I think the main one, which probably covers a lot, would be uh, a. And we've used this. We've used this word a lot over the over the weeks. But the main one would be disconnect. So that's how I'll,
0: I'll start. That same question to Jay.
2: Yeah, like M uh said it's a uh, it's multi-layered. It's a uh, almost like an onion question. Um I think for the outer layer, uh as well as the disconnect, it's also a um a lack of support within the schooling system could okay. be a main a main factor.
3: And and can I add add, add a little bit onto that as well. Um uh, we heard about disconnects, we heard about lack of support and I feel that we need to establish uh, what the education system even is for. Um, what is the purpose of education? Well, we're in the, we live in the UK, yes I went through the schooling system myself, yes I was quite successful through that, but I was always described as almost an, an anomaly. An anomaly, a rarity, amongst people from my cultural background. Now, the purpose of education is to develop yourself within the uh, Western society school system in order to get uh, ultimately more income, isn't it? This, this, this all leads to money, your class status and your place in society. This, this is what this all leads to. Yeah. So it is about where do you fit in society? And the gist is, the better you do in education, the better place you're going to get. That's the gist of it. Yeah. Now, there's much more complex forces at play here that prevents, regardless whether you have the good grades or not, of a black male, if we're talking about black boys being excluded from schools, but achieving that greater end. So I believe that there's a falsehood in that in terms of we're sold a lie. As uh, black boys, if we're talking about black boys being excluded from school, we're we're sold a lie as if we can play the game under the same rules with the same rewards as every other ethnic uh, minority and mid- and I guess majority. Um, if you're talking about minorities, and there must be an opposite side to it too, right? Um, so I think that their, their game is rigged, is what I'm saying from day one, and therefore if we're talking about prominency of black boys being more excluded, I I believe there's a lack of understanding um, from uh, the educational providers and the black males or black boys being the learners. That's what I believe it is.
1: Yeah, I agree. Actually, let me, um, I'm not doing what I just said um, with regards to disconnect. I'm not actually doing this subject justice actually. Um, And Kay, you're absolutely right about there's a lack of understanding and Upon reflection on what you guys have said um, I think Looking back at it now uh, There Is just an expectancy For black boys To whether it be Play truant Be loud speaking, outspoken And the reason why I say that um, And there's there's uh, At the moment in this chat right now There's two other people that can attest to this Yeah Um, just to give you a landscape of what the expectancy is amongst people that are in the education system, i.e. teachers, support workers. 2005, uh, high school prom, yeah? And the two boys in here can can back me up on this. 2005, high school prom. It was the pinnacle, yeah? So uh, at the time, there there was five of us. All dressed to the nines, looking crisp. We were at, at the pinnacle. Whether I'm boasting about it or not, this is what it was. And to be fair, I don't think it's ever been done like how we done it. Yeah, I said it. Um, but the I point, agree. But but <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we, agree. so we so we so that was when I say it was the pinnacle. That was the culmination of us going get, getting through the education system. And uh, towards the end of that night, yeah. So we're all having a good time. But towards the end of that night. Our um, head teacher took us away to a corner, or took us out of the the main room where everyone's having a, uh, having fun, and took us to one side. And boys, what was his question? Just so I'm not lying, what did he ask us, the head teacher?
2: He's like, "What what makes you what makes you guys different?"
1: Exactly. He he he, he asked, and at the time we were what, uh, 15, 16 at the time. Yeah. He, so he's he's speaking to he's, this grown up grown man asking five, 15, 16-year-old boys, w- what's different? Why are you guys so different? And he, he never actually, to be fair, at the time, I think we were just kind of in our moment, element, but he didn't specifically say why he asked that question, but we all knew we, what he meant. We, we know why. <laughs> I mean. we, we knew what he meant. But, and, but, but this is what I mean. So he, he asked the question, why are you guys so different? What, what is it what what is so different so to me to the viewers I'm sure or listeners, I'm sure you can kind of read between the lines he's what he's wanting to understand why we weren't ever expelled. we done really well at school, we st- stuck together, we didn't cause trouble like is it, it was expected to cause. He wanted to know why 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 are these five boys like celebrating uh high school like what they'd expect maybe other cultures or other races to celebrate high school. He wanted, wanted to know why. And he asked us directly on that night on our, our night of the prom, he asked out that, that question. So in answer to the, the opening question at the podcast, why are uh, black boys getting expelled? As I said already, uh, there's a disconnect, but also there's an expect- expectancy expectancy. Jeez. And that's, real, that's and, and, and that's a real. That's and that's and guys, and even the listeners. Some of the listeners will kind of know um, us. Like this is a true story. I'm not. I didn't just made that up. It was a true story. It happened. Yeah.
0: Same question to um, T.
4: Yeah. So, man, mm, I have to echo what everyone said and. Like what Ems just
5: said, it's premeditated from the get-go. They're expecting you to be a troublemaker. I
4: remember like for myself, partly I, was in, I wasn't here. I was in, um, in Africa when I had my education. So when I came over here, I had to enroll at a stage. And I remember having that interview with the principal. And he just said, oh, you're not going to be any trouble, are you?
5: I, I I just thought of that when Ems was saying that's how he said I was like, No, 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 like I'm not I'm not with me. Um
4: that question just rang in my ears as Ems you were explaining what your principal said about why you're different. Why are you asking me? You're not gonna be any trouble, are you? You don't even know me. So already
0: There's a perceived threat.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, already, before anything. This is an interview for me to get into a school and you're already asking me that
3: question. See that upsets me man um because what you did and I've never heard you say this before the amount of times I heard that echoed in my ear going from school to school because you have a track record don't you K? Don't you K you have a track record? Because the previous school told the new school about yeah. me. Yeah. So before I even had a chance to have there was no such thing as first in in, in impressions. What i done yeah. to you T that removed your ability to make a first in impression?
0: Yes, it did.
4: Yeah, Because they've but, already called you trouble.
5: Yeah.
3: 100%. But
4: like I said, some That's of these disgusting. things that has been mentioned or um, done in a snide way that we've overlooked, because I overlooked that question until what you just said, and I was like, hold on a minute, that happened to me.
5: In a different way, of course. But
4: I wonder how many of us have been asked that question. How many of us have been told, "Oh, troublemakers! Oh, I thought you'd get expelled, or I thought you'd fail." I wonder.
2: I I, I couldn't get into a uh, uh, what quote unquote on paper a better school because I moved from London and moved from a, a, a technically a, a ghetto area. I mean it happens all the time when I went and they found oh, you went to this school in this area oh no we haven't got spaces here and I got sent to another school where luckily I met to me it was the better choice because it influenced my life but do you know what I'm saying they Um, took me being
0: 100%
2: one black and two coming from a, a area that was known for gang violence and that sort of stuff and they stopped me from getting on quote unquote a better school on paper
0: there definitely is, I agree. there is a definite disconnect between you know, black boys and the, the, the educational authority, the teachers, the way that black boys are perceived 100 can I add,
4: can I add on that as well? Hmm. Um, yes, there's a disconnect, but also I feel like there is more so ignorance than disconnect. Why I yeah. say that I remember on one of our first episodes, um, Kay, if you remember you, you mentioned about. Uh, the preschool teacher that came up to you when you had fell over and you graced yourself. Yep, and she was yep. quite shocked that you had pink skin under your your black uh, melanin. Now, that was one I was like, what? Really? But then I thought, yeah, preschool, maybe, you know, they weren't dumb as hell. Okay, let's put it plain and simple. But then, as time goes on, you, you see these things pop up every now and then. There's a massive ignorance of not wanting to understand us
5: as a race and um, as a culture. So everything we do is met with 100% ignorance, but also um,
4: the force is ridiculous in terms of whether it's detention or expelling or um, anything else. It's
5: disproportionate from what our other counterparts would be treated like.
3: And the thing is, what you speak on is, uh, I think what we all need to understand is that if there is, as what we say, a uh, a a lean a, a, a lean towards the likelihood of you being expelled or excluded or suspended, um, which means you have a uh, lower chance of attainment, of educational attainment, then as a black student entering the education system from an early age, you already have hurdles that are unforeseen, that are already laid out in front of your educational years until the end of your educational time from an early age. So now you have to navigate the systematic educational system without knowledge of it from such an early age. And what I said at the start was that where does this, what's the purpose of education, finance, social status, better lifestyle. So if there's a almost entrapment or a predetermined uh, ideation that a black child will be trouble, are more likely to be expelled or excluded, or if you happen to succeed, why do you succeed? Why are you asking me? Did your traps not work then? Now, where does that leave you? If you don't happen to navigate the system, then that means that your social state is naturally lower. You are more likely to enter poverty. You are more likely to not have work and finance in order to take you out of, of, of the same inner city London areas as Jay described, which means you stay within your catchment. You stay within your area. You stay within your gang and hood drug ridden cultures. So really, it's quite pernicious when you really dig deep into if there is, I'll I'll say the word if, if there is a plan or an ideation that black boys are either uh, expected to fail, guided to fail through the educational system, or perceived to be a threat despite being a student, then your lifestyle, your, your, your path is different from every other student then, right? because your ability to thrive has been
5: reduced. Yep. The other thing as well, so looking into even deeper, let's face it, school years are pivotal, right? In, In
4: growing up and determining where you will be in life. You're learning new things. You're you're developing yourself, skills, interpersonal skills or educational skills. Everything
5: else you're developing in school. So already, if you've got these hurdles in front of you, your development is not the same as your counterpart next to you. So it shapes your future. Shapes where you will
4: get jobs what position we'll be in in those jobs, like Kay said about financial and status, it shapes all of that. But also one thing we forget
5: is before school, we need to dig deeper before school, where we're coming from. Most of our parents are are, are
4: working 24 Mm, 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 seven. Right? So we're left mostly to our own tools. We're not blaming our parents. They've got no other choice except be out there, long-suffering. Because of the status and the position they're in, in society, they've got no choice. So all we've got left is school teachers to guide us. If they can't guide us, we're doomed.
5: Or the streets. That's
4: the
1: only option. That's um, what you said there, T. Makes so much sense, and when you think about it, and uh, I'm not sure we'll get we'll kind of unravel, but when you think about it in terms of maybe from a black perspective, um, if we are in households and with strong role models let's let's just re- remind people of that, um, but if we're in a household, oh, yes. understand if we're in households of, with strong models, but but there, uh, the environment is is uh, one of the main kind of ingredients is long suffering, and on top of that is it's survival. So when so when you're in the home, you're being taught how to survive, whether you know it or not, based on what you're seeing, your parents do, what your your other siblings are doing, you're you're seeing how people are surviving in environments whether you're conscious of it or not. So, if, so, so if you're in at the home, so between, I don't know, between the hours that you are at home in the, in the morning and evening, uh, you, and the weekends, if your life is around kind of surviving, that doesn't mean have to mean that you're in, like entirely poor, but just surviving through not only financially, but surviving, uh, in a community, uh, because of maybe just there being differences in people around you. So you're being taught certain things or going back to our pilot episode where we talk, we're talking about how we were introduced into the world in terms of being warned about certain things. If that's your mindset, right? in order to in order to survive, you have to work 10 times harder or twice as hard. In order to survive, you need to stay out of trouble. So if that's been drummed into your head for a long time, when you get into the school environment and you're learning certain lessons where they just don't apply to your life already there's going to be a sense of why am I doing this why are you telling me to do this when actually I'm being instructed to do that so a disconnect can also can, there can be an unconscious disconnect where actually because of your lifestyle outside of the house it doesn't coincide or it doesn't kind of relate to when you're going into the school and when you've got people that you maybe won't be able to relate to Or anything like that Are telling you certain things Or certain lessons We all had lessons that we didn't uh, like I hated maths I don't know why I maths But I hated it So things like certain algebras and stuff That you probably And a lot of kids say that you don't really use in everyday life Maybe that's another reason why We as people If we hear something that doesn't we don't agree with Or if we hear something that doesn't make sense Or thinking, oh, hold on That's What's how is that educating me? Um, there's going to be a clash because if you've got a teacher that is getting paid to kind of oversee thirty children in the classroom, and you've got someone that has a different point of view, then maybe that's another reason why there's such a big, big disconnect. And I'm thinking back to my school and like my school environment. Um, like I said, I done well at school, but. How am, I'll ask you guys this question And I'll ask the listeners the question How am I going to survive? And this is a a real life example And uh, Kay would have been in that classroom as well At the time How am I going to survive? Like this is a, a scenario that happened to me When I'm being sent out of a classroom For checking a teacher Where a teacher just said something like Oh, all black people in Africa are poor And I just said Politely I didn't I wasn't rude I just said No miss You can't say that That's not fair You can't Like I understand Obviously there's a perception And there is poverty In Africa But when you make a I didn't say it like this Because I was a lot younger But Is what it is But my point was You can't say that All Black people in Africa Are poor Because that's not true Is it It's generalising I got I got sent out for that Listen
3: Sorry, but this is my point.
2: Teachers, uh, this,
4: listen, uh, when, when I hear that, sorry, I'm sorry, when I hear that, it grinds at me because I, I look at people sometimes think, What? So you just think I, I climbed off a tree and then just jumped on a plane to get here? What you actually think, everyone, because you, know, you see those commercials that come the adverts that come up about um, Bono or UNICEF or something like that. Yep. you 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 deem Africa as the as poor as as a whole. You know, and it's nothing. ignorance. That is just
0: ignorance, it's, isn't it? It's it's someone
4: who's never left their country, they they already know is. Is, is is the UK. Period. They've never travelled out there. Poverty is everywhere. Poverty is here. It's everywhere. But there's also another side to you. every country you go
1: to. One hundred percent. But as I, as I said, like how if this and this is a minor thing so if but if this was happening across the country and i'm not just saying obviously uh black children are the only ones that speak up but if that is all it takes for me to be seen as a problem and been sent out of a room or sent to another room just because i've raised a question because in my psyche no that doesn't sit right with me um and based on how i've been brought up like it's just not it my spirit just told me and I wasn't—I wasn't like a rude child, or wasn't someone that was like really like outspoken, or anything like that. But at that point, when something where I felt a little bit like that, you—you—is it a dig or like whatever? I don't know what it was, but that that moment told me that okay, I, I didn't feel bad about it because I knew what I said was right. And but I know I, I know that there's environments, especially in uh, inner cities, where it's a lot—it's a lot more. Uh, what's the word? Oh, I can't even think of a word right now, but where it's, it's, it's quite, it's more intense. It's more intense. So if, if well, it, appears to me, though,
0: it appears to me your situation there as a black child in that situation was to be, to be seen, but not heard almost, you know, you, you can't, you can't put across your opinion, you know, because you're going to get in tr- trouble for it and reprimanded, you know? So, so it was almost as if that black child's role is just to be seen and not heard, which is wrong.
4: And also, it's, it's, you, you, don't, you, you don't know nothing. It's, it's them labelling straight away as a, as a black child. You, you don't know nothing. I know best.
2: Yes. yes. That, that exact same thing happened to me in the same school. History class, Black History Month. I know what's coming. They play Roots, but the only part of Roots they play is the part of the black people getting captured. And then she was like, "Miss Rodway, I would say her name. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) She was like, they used to line the black people up on on blocks and grease them up. That's that's the same teacher as well. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like picking the best chocolate out of the box. And I was like, no, 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 you can't say that.
3: Wait a minute, (laughs) Jay, say that again slower. Let the listeners hear what we had to hear as black children growing up in the westernized (laughs) educational system.
2: So, after watching a small excerpt from Roots where the black people got captured and put on the slave ships, when she, she then took it off and proceeded to explain that when we got to America, we were put on these auction blocks, greased up, and it was like picking the best chocolate out of the box.
0: That is and absolutely I... disgraceful as an analogy, isn't it? The way that the exactly. teacher described that.
2: And I got up and I, I remember, I can't remember what I said, but I know I started cussing to something i don't think i was swearing but i wasn't having it and i got sent to isolation for that and i got detention for that but then ultimately she had to apologize because my mom had to come down to school and rectify it because i was like no nah, i'm I, she can't say these things there
1: you go say these things. and but this is this is where the power battle is lost because at that time we're not men we're children yeah the the perception of like that situation can be swindled. like what, as soon as that teacher goes into the staff room that perception can be swindled whatever way suits her with, without you being able to kind of defend yourself or explain or have any rebuttal so just by just by that happening oh uh, once the bell goes they all go off to the staff room have a cigarette or whatever whatever they do as as teachers oh and they could that could i'm not saying this happened but i'm saying this could potentially happen when i said oh this this person jay's being disruptive again and without context, how many people are listening to that? Oh, isn't Jay Oh, Jay immediately? Jay's the black, the black child in the school or in, or in the class. So how quick things can be escalated and without understanding the full context of what's happened, once again, there's a disconnect. And not and, only
4: are you, are you now earmarked in, in history, but now earmarked in all the other subjects. They're looking out for you now. Yeah, so you
0: Because
4: the moment you say something, oh, here we go. It's true what they were saying. And also, the other thing we need to look at as well, what does it do to us? It silences us. And it, it gives us less confidence then to speak up again. Because we know we'll get in trouble.
0: Yeah, it disempowers you.
3: And, and what I want to add on to that, T, is what the wider picture is now uh, to the listeners in terms of what we're one step away from. We are one step away from independence and one, and one step towards dependence. Now, what do I mean by that? As a black child hearing these examples that you, you are now hearing, what did, did the black child learn? We learn we're in a power structure where there is no morality. There is no, it doesn't matter whether you have, are right or wrong. It doesn't matter whether you can make an argument that's valid or not. We are learning as black children this is a system that you're in here, and there's a power structure, and there's a hierarchy. So as much as we're brought up as children, we're told, make sure you do everything that's right, make sure you tell the truth, say say your please and thank yous, all this stuff that's based around morality. We get into school, and that's chucked out the window. We learn it's about power, and we learn who. That's the important part. We learn who has power over us, to the point that a adult can stand in front of a child, of a student's face and say, it's like picking the best chocolate out of a box. You had no concept of how that would enter that child's mind. A child is a developmental process. They are going through puberty, they're going through their transition of uh, what's called being an adolescent to um, adulthood. They are going through all sorts at the moment. There's a chemical imbalance like hell inside a child. On top of that, you're not being told that you're worthless. And your analogy is a chocolate, something that's tasty and nice, something that can be bought. Now I understand what I'm seeing in in roots, but what she failed to understand was the impact of her own actions onto her students. We're still your students. And that was disregarded. Now what was the impact of that after? You are now sent out of the class. So not only are you not allowed to speak against the own ancestral heritage that you have been attributed to you by her ancestors, by other white Caucasian ancestors, but then the power structure which, which existed back then in the Roots video also existed now. And here's why. get out. You're, you're no longer allowed to be in this class because you spoke up, black child, about your ancestry, black child and I'm the teacher so I'm in charge black child and if you don't like it oh well you're in my school black child now where else is that replicated when you get older and you become an adult if you say something that someone does doesn't like who's in a power structure you will lose your job you'll get arrested you'll be kicked out the home so you're just learning you're you're actually being taught this is about education now so forget the history lesson you're learning about life you're learning as a black person You cannot speak. You must shut up, be quiet, and do as we say. If not, you're excluded, which again goes into what I originally said. It reduces your ability to thrive.
4: No, man. No more needs to be said about that. You said it right. And, boys, I'm just, for the benefit of some listeners, I think we should throw some stats out there some people may listen and think right well it's just your opinions where this stats? we want figures so please let's let's throw some figures in there to back up what we're saying
0: i've got some so, figures yeah. from um i've got some figures to back up this uh, some research by gov.uk UK uh, about uh, temporary exclusions that take place amongst different cohorts um so they looked at some Asian, Bangladeshi, and Asian um, cohorts. Basically, what they were saying is, it was uh, for for Bangladeshi, it was 1.93, but for black, it's 5.56. So, twice as much, more than almost twice, almost three times as much uh, when it comes to black kids getting excluded compared to Asian. When it came to Chinese, though, the Chinese were 0.5% of exclusions compared to 5.6. of black. I've got some more um, some some more stats here, and basically it does it by number. So it's they've combined Asian, Bangladeshi, and Asian again. The number of exclusions in a particular year. This was based on 2017. um, 15,747 exclusions for black in the same year. 25,538. So you've, you're, you're looking at 10,000 right, more exclusions right. compared to that evasion. Um, Chinese, 181 exclusions in the same time frame, based on the same year. So Chinese don't get excluded then, hardly any. But black people seem to be excluded more than any. There, there was another grouping, but obviously they were saying Romany Gypsy they get excluded quite a bit, but you know, because this is more about uh, why the reason black, black kids are getting excluded, we, we, we seem to be getting excluded in droads compared to everybody else.
2: Yeah, according to an article written earlier on in January by the BBC, we're three times as likely, I believe, they said to be excluded from school than any other race. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Anybody else
4: funny three times, it's funny this three times keeps popping up, isn't it? We're three times more likely to be excluded. We're three times more likely to get COVID. We're three times more likely to be arrested. It's yeah. it, it's always this three times more.
3: Exactly. I just want to say it's seven times we're more likely to be arrested. By the way. Oh, it's now seven.
4: Yeah. Okay. Not that it makes it any better, but I still yeah. corrected even more. But this this three times it seems like a three is is quite a a number that they, they love to play with. So when, yeah. when I looked into, into the stats, um, obviously they, they looked at all races across and all cultures. They had uh, Romanian gypsies and um, the travelling community were higher in terms of uh, percentage. Yes. To be excluded at the end, we were third down. Um, but one thing I was intrigued about was our population. Yeah, Ari, He had, he had uh, stats about our population. How many of us are we? 3.5%,
0: are we? We take up the total population of Britain, isn't it?
4: So 3.5%, and we are 5.7% more likely to get exclusion.
3: Yeah. In school. So, so once again, that word disproportional rings out once again when we speak about people from our cultural background. Once again, that disproportionality. Now, what I'm hearing from the stats, um, is there anyone else who wants to read out any more stats before I jump on this? Jump on. Okay, cool, cool. So what I wanted to do was hone in and focus on where these stats could possibly be coming from and what the basic of education and learning is. Because this is what we're talking about, right? We're talking about learning. We're talking about education and the exclusion of that. So um, the Cambridge definition of learning is simply learning is the activity of obtaining knowledge. Yeah. So that's that's this is just the basic form. There's very there many complexities into that. But the basic form is learning is the activity of obtaining knowledge. Now, education, the Cambridge Dictionary states, is the process of teaching or learning, especially in a school or college. So, we're t- so we got learning and we got education. Yeah. Now it goes into learning theories. So this is, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get down to why, why? So there's three main learning theories here. One's called behaviorism. One's called cognitivism. sorry, cognitism. And one's called constructivism. Yeah. So behaviorism states that the learner is the blank slate. So whether you're black, white, Asian, Gypsy, Romany, Irish, whatever, no matter where you come from as a baby when you're born, you're a blank slate. You can learn just as much as anyone else can providing you're given that knowledge. Yeah. So that's the one theory of behaviorism. There needs to be an external stimulus that stimulates that blank slate, which is the newborn child. And based on the quality and consistency of that stimulus, that person can grow equally like everyone else. Yeah. That's, behavior, that's the behaviorism theory. The cognitism theory is that the learner process is about the information that is pre, pro, provided to the learner is reflected upon. They then think I am about that. There's a process internally. Rather than being a blank slate, there's already a thinking, processing, cognitive mind. And when it receives new information, it processes that within that already thinking structure. Now, there's still a behavioral change, but the response is due to thinking and processing rather than external stimuli. It finally goes on to constructivism, where it states that the learner develops new ideas based on prior knowledge and prior experiences. So therefore, the the learner becomes a unique being. They become an individual. Why? Because they learn to adapt and they learn to respond to multiple pieces of information and develop that into their own personal understanding from their perspective. And this is done through um, re-inflection or resolving misconceptions. So you prove something's right or you prove something's wrong. And then you learn from that and then you move on and you create new ideas from that. Yeah. So if we are being excluded from schools if we are attaining educationally less we need to put ourselves into these apparent ideas of definitions of learning and education and also learning theories are we less able to construct ideas are we less able to a- 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 absorb stimulus different stimulus that's coming from external in our environments in order to come into us to make ourselves a non-blank slate to make ourselves an educated being. Are not we less, less able to but... construct independent ideas and reflect? Do we have a cognitive inability other than other cultural backgrounds or other minority cultural backgrounds?
0: I don't believe we do have a, you know, an inferior ability uh, when it comes to learning. I believe there's a perception that's given or a label that's given to black children that we are that and that 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 label that's given to black children is that we are incapable of learning I don't believe we don't give that label to ourselves I believe the educational system and the interaction between black children and white teachers that disconnect there is there's a label that's created there and uh, that black child in that classroom setting is seen as perhaps not as capable, but it's um, a label that's given by the educational system.
3: And that's labelling theory, isn't it?
0: Of course yeah. it is. That's labelling theory. I can definitely agree with that, because
2: for me, um, as some listeners may know, I came from Trinidad in the Caribbean. i have done, uh, up to the age of nine years old, i have done education in the Caribbean. When I came and moved to London, and yeah, from the year... From year five, which I'm about nine, to year eight, which I believe I'll be like 12. Yeah, is it about 12 in year eight? 12, 13?
3: Okay. Yeah, 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 around that age, yeah. Yep, yep,
2: yep. I knew all the work they were teaching. From year five to year eight, what they were teaching in schools, I had already learned by the time I was eight, nine years old in Trinidad. Wait. What so, are you,
3: are, are you saying that the education system, in comparison to Western society, was better in a third world country than a first yeah. world country? Is that what you're saying, Jay?
4: Yeah. I second that. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it was. I second that. Surely not the stuff that I. Had, I was second Four years today. ahead
2: of uh, in terms of work being learned: maths, English, science. I was four years ahead. It was only until the end of year eight, year nine, I started to actually learn new work. But by then, I was already disinterested in school because it wasn't challenging me. And then, I, as you said, you start getting labels, uh, you're the tr- class troublemaker, etc. You're loud, etc. Blah, blah, blah. But that's the to back up what I was saying as well. Is like, they expect these certain things of you, but because... They almost forced me to become that statistic (laughs) because they didn't challenge me. But that's, yeah, that's That's funny. It's funny
1: you say that. Um, uh, The other day, like, when uh, we, just so, just for the listeners, just took for a bit of transparency. So we know when we come to recording, we know what we're going to talk about. We don't discuss uh, what we're going to say or anything like that. But we know we, we in advance. We know kind of as we've already discussed, and we've brought up some numbers, so we can prepare to an extent where we know what we want to talk about. But the conversation just naturally evolves. Um, in researching on this subject, I wanted to go back maybe to my era of being a child in high school, and I found a um, Ofsted report, uh, which is pretty is pretty normal to what you expect that report to be. It has it's ethos, its introduction, its findings, what they're looking for, surveys, etc. And the report, and I'll add the link to. Um, uh, I'll, I'll add the link to our YouTube uh, channel. Um, the report was uh, it was from April 2002, and it was called "Achievement of Black Caribbean Pupils: uh, Good Practice in Secondary School." So basically, it was just a study, um, and a whole 42-page kind of. I want to say dossier because that sounds like really posh, but I don't think that's the right word. But it doesn't matter. I can edit that if I need to. Um, but yeah, the report itself was about Black carib. because I wanted to know what was going on in my time, in my era. And to be fair, it was all- it's all the same. Like, all the things, all the buzzwords are the same. But what you said, Jay, like um, I I highlighted a, s- a few things uh, that didn't really make sense to why it's in the report. Um, there was one. There was one survey for... Uh, there they were findings from the parents of the children There was findings or, or comments from the uh, children themselves But also comments from the teachers And one of the things that the teach well, From the teaching part in terms of their findings One of the things that said, they said to me That it said was Trying to find it Um most of the teaching observed was distinct, distinguished by teachers' positive relationships with pupils. And then it goes on to say, like others, black Caribbean pupils respond best in lessons which offer intellectual engagement and where there they are well-defined classroom routines and classroom outcomes for the work. So reading that off the top of it, it just, that's, that's normal, like. But then I said, well, why, if that's a normal thing, and if you've put like others... Why, is, why, does, why do we have to section that off As if it's not expected Can you see where I'm coming from So the, it says like others Black Caribbean pupils respond best well In lessons right. which offer intellectual engagement Well So what's the problem You know what I mean There is no problem
2: like To me it sounds It sounds like they're creating a problem
1: Yes. That's that's my point. However, however, there was one um I wasn't gonna touch on this because I because we kind of touched on uh Windrush, etc. uh on last week's podcast. But just because you said something um I did put it to one side, but just because what you mentioned about schools in the Caribbean um and also in Africa, but just tying it into like the Windrush, um on the first, on the first point of this of the introduction, and I'll like I said, I'll add the link to um, our descript- on our bios, etc. Um, the introduction to this report um, it says just over fifty years ago, so this was done in two thousand two, the Windrush brought the first of what were to be thousands of Black people from the Caribbean recruited to work in Britain after the Second World War. They, like Black settlers who had arrived before. In 1948 hoped for a prosperous future for themselves and enhanced education and enhanced educational opportunities for their children. It would be reasonable to expect that those hopes had been realized by now and to assume that the majority of black Caribbean children in England schools would be sharing the higher educational standards attained by most successful pupils in our schools. Uh, this is not the case. By 1981, I it like this goes on to other reports. So, even in this report here, which is 2002, and going back to what we spoke about Windrush and the impacts it has on the generations, even this report and the it Ofsted, it's a, it's a national governmental organization, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so, they're even identifying that we were promised prosperous standards. That includes, I guess, um, economic financial but also educational So I think What they're trying to allude to on that is the fact that That was that didn't happen For whatever reason and we've Discussed the reasons why uh, We felt let down from The Windrush generation last week So just t- The only reason I wanted to bring it up Because it ties in with what you said, Jay And it ties in with what you said, T And it ties in with what we spoke about last week The impact, how we're one step away from Actually, we're one step away from So the our ancestors Were one step away from Well, they stepped onto the boats To come over Because they thought they are one step away from a prosperous future Where the standards would be Probably even greater But actually, they found more negative outcomes and that's even for for that to be actually written in a report just speaks volumes to how ingrained this how how ingrained this it, the, what a mess we have been brought into m
3: M-M, um uh boy that that hits me on an emotional level on a spiritual level man um take it however you want spirituality doesn't have to link to religion what whatsoever there's I'm talking about spirit. You either know what I'm talking about or you or you or you don't, man. Um you're telling what you're telling is the story of tragedy. And it resonates with me because it it, it is me. It is me. It's my ancestors, my grandparents, it's my great grandparents. They were we, we we're going back into the uh <clears throat> the windrush one, but they brought themselves over under the expectancy of l- embitterment of life, which is also the same promise that education gives you. Embetterment of life. Yep. You come into a country and you're put into poverty. Now, not only are you put into poverty, now what issues do poverty bring to the table? In all sorts. Where do we start? Exactly. Do this we is start? what I'm trying, this is what I'm trying to say. Now, beyond that, you have come from another country now you have children these children now enter the educational system and you are being brought up in a home where you are impoverished which leads to what there's low levels of expectancy there's low attainment there's low need for extension and extension i mean security in control and mastery of decisions that's what I am mean. So therefore, we become a people who are more risk-taking. We believe that we can get more success by taking risks rather than being masteries of control of our own environment because our environment, the control has been taken. It's just been to, re-
1: removed. Just to add, on top of those, what you mentioned there, but also low esteem and low confidence.
3: And that comes into it. That comes into all, all of it. I've done a lot of... This is a psychology, man. Let's get, let's, let's get into this thing. This is a psychology. This is a mental issue that is going on that has been caused by the establishment of ghetto areas which were caused by the placement of certain people who are in positions of, of power who can determine who people who are not in positions of, of power, where you live, where you work, what you do, who you can interact with.
1: Yep, 100%. Yeah?
3: This impacts the psychology, which impacts the cognitive ability to absorb um, information, which goes back into the learning theories that I was talking about.
1: That's what I'm saying, man.
3: So when I ask about, when I ask people, or the listeners, when I ask you lot about, do we have a lesser chance to absorb information based on the three learning theories than any other people? The answer is yes. Now, it's not yes because you've got black skin. It's yes because of the environment you've been put into, man. And that is pernicious because, again, your ability to thrive is reduced, which means it's about survivability yet again. You are being given a lesser chance to survive than anyone else from the inception that you were brought over here. And you expect parents who are poor with the expectancy of ha- having a prosperous life, who then got to deal with children going into a white, westernized system of education, who come from, as j and said, a, a more educated system back in the Caribbean, back in Africa. But they come into white, westernized one, and there's an expectancy that you're going to get better here. But the reality is you get worse. And then on top of that, you're expected, because you're the black child, to play around, to be trouble. So therefore, you're excluded from that same thing that you were brought over to engage with. So what are you left with, man? You're left with the streets, which is purposeful, because then they got police to deal with you now. They got the justice system for, for you now. This is a plan. This, I'm not going to make an outright statement, but it seems to me there is a plan to destroy certain peoples in this society. And I want to speak on It's not just children who are going through this expectancy of that. You can't read. You can't this, that. But me as a grown man, as a grown man in a place of work that that I work in, I was told that I needed to have a dyslexia test. Me, anyone who knows me, anyone who knows me, anyone who knows me, my nickname from certain people growing up was bookend bookend why cuz i was always reading yet when I'm, I'm a big man in my 30s i'm being told by my workplace you need to go to london to get a dyslexia test cuz we don't believe that we, we believe there is some cognitive function dysfunction in your head after all my top grades throughout school sixth form and uni- and university suddenly my workplace who's not qualified who is not qualified to judge me on my reading or or on writing cuz you're not an educator and you're not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Yeah, so you don't have the right to judge me. Yeah, I had to go to London for over six-hour testing to come back and prove that the reason for the issues within my workplace was due to stress, due to work-related stress. But in their head, it was because you were dyslexic. So They're always going to put a label on black people, though, aren't they? It's a label. It's a label that goes on beyond school. Beyond school. Oh, yeah. They
0: always put a label on black people.
4: This, you know, I... <laughs> what you said there, I went through the same thing. Because we all learn different, right? We, we've got different ways of learning, different ways of actually understanding things. And I was doing a course for my work, and I didn't understand. I, could, I, I couldn't comprehend what the... Tutor was saying, and then during break time, I went back to him, I was like, look, can explain to me, so I, I get it, because what, how he explained it, I didn't get it. And the first thing was he said was, um, have you ever checked if you're dyslexic or not? And when he I said that, I was like,
2: I what? I hate that, I
3: hate that.
4: I'm only asking because I didn't understand. It's not because I'm dyslexic, it just means I didn't get the way you were explaining that certain topic to me. So I've come to understand it better. It's got nothing to do with whether I'm dyslexic or not. I've passed all my exams, so how am I dyslexic then? Oh no, 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 don't take offence, it's just a question. Now, but it's not just a question, is it? Because that was the first thing you went to. It wasn't the second thing, it wasn't like, you said, okay, let me explain it in a different way. After I'm done, if I didn't understand it again, you would be like, okay, maybe you would think that in your head, but you wouldn't just run straight to it. One. Absolutely. Two. The other thing is, all well, you, you, you said, Kay, there about how deep this goes in. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the news, but today, obviously, the A-level results came out. Yes, they did. Um, and obviously, they, they got given results because of this, obviously, the pandemic. Um,
3: yeah, based on the expected
0: grade, yeah, not expected the actual grade. grade. Yeah,
4: right. Yes, expected, but even still, they got 40% less of what expected grades they were to get. Now, hear this. This is what I was looking at, and I was like, wow, it really goes deeper than we, we think and deeper than we could fathom. They said private schools got the best results oh, yeah. than any other ones. Of
5: course. <laughs> of course
4: they did. Now, of course, course they did. Now, now, let's deep it for a second. Private schools. How many of us went to private schools?
3: I couldn't afford it. No.
4: Nope. <laughs> no. Because you, you, you was in that same bracket.
5: No.
4: Financially. So do you see, for, for, the, for the listeners and viewers, do you see how deep that goes into Say Okay, so private schools got better results than any other else. If I look into it, like the stats really said about... Um, the number of grades A and above rose by 4.7 points in private schools but by just 0.3 points at college so private schools saw a massive gain, who are in private schools mainly?
0: The wealthy the wealthy do,
3: do I need to say more? no you do not because we know who the wealthy is in the UK
5: Exactly,
4: and also what you said Kay about it then spills out from school to the justice system the same principle works in where you spoke out and then you got sent out of the room because something wasn't right same thing police stops you the first thing they do is put handcuffs on you before anything we've seen many of videos what does that do
1: Or if you know your rights and you start kind of explaining your rights to they also don't like that. And because they, well, what do they use? They use their power, but not only do they use their power a lot of times, um, from experiences of people that I know, they will start making their own story up to suit their narrative to why they can now arrest that person.
3: 100%. But that's for another podcast.
4: (laughs) Yep. But, Again, it's showing a trend there. It's showing a pattern where it swings out from education to the justice system to, to parent mood, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. It just doesn't stop
5: there. Of
1: course, no, it, doesn't. Of course it doesn't stop, but this is, <laughs> this is one of the reasons why we are one step away. This is one of the reasons why we created the podcast. This is one of the reasons why we we felt the need to explain to our listeners and viewers uh, gave, uh, give them an oversight of why we are the men we are today, based on school work, all those in, all those environments. Because look at what we're talking about now. Look how it's kind of come full circle. Last last week we spoke about, and we we I can remember we spoke about what Windrush done to the psyche of our people, and that report that I mentioned. It is like it's a standard report, um, and it focuses on like. Uh, black caribbean children in, in secondary school uh between key stage three and four um i believe and and it's, they just study like six five or six different schools but the point is anyone can make a report anyone can kind of make things look fluffy and uh and can create a narrative to why there's a need to have such a report but no one's really doing a report like there should be a report on something greater then what they're doing it on or what they've done it on and what people are doing on it. But no one's willing to do that because they know it's going to open up a can of worms and it's going to expose a lot of things that governments have done to create this massive psychology that we're still trying to understand. Now let's not get it twisted. We have, we have to be balanced with the fact that we, we one step away and our one step away community are understanding what's going on as conscious role models we need to also understand that there's people that are falling into the traps that are being laid out in these schools because numbers can lie but numbers are still there so if we still have a percentage of black boys and girls because the stats that, um, in a lot of reports that you look at that It focuses on girls as well But yes. um, We need to understand Or educate or talk To our younger generation About the the pitfalls because There are people, there are black children that will Play up at school, there are black children That will be expelled, like let's just make it Clear that this does happen We're here to discuss why Which we're starting to unravel But yeah. this, the, there's another there's another Conversation to be had that, okay, if we know why, and if we know that it is happening, what can we do to prevent that? Because it's, because yes. these boys and girls are falling into traps. Too e- not maybe That's not even easily sometimes, but they're falling into traps and pitfalls. How do we stop them from doing that?
0: Well, but to be honest, following on from your question there is question two, funnily enough. I know this one's gone on for quite a while, question one. But um, what are the effects of school exclusions having... On black boys and that goes to
3: Kay. I think um we spoke quite, quite a lot in the first one and, and, and a, lot of the, a lot of the first answers there's, there's can, can, can easily bleed it bleed it into this but if we talk about specifically just to summarize the impact or the effect of yes exclusion of yeah. exclusion well as I previously said, it's about what is the outcome of education? The outcome yes. of education is to have embetterment Im- Im- in terms of social status, in terms of ability to purchase and buy and the, f- the financial earning. Um, I believe what I was told, I, b- I believe um, some people in this uh, podcast might remember, but there was a certain teacher that told me the equivalent of an, of an A grade was the equivalent of a million pound over a, a, a lifespan. Wow. This, this, this was what was told to, to, to I me mean, from a teacher. Now whether he said this to try and make me strive to get A's, or maybe he has some knowledge that I'm not aware of, that there is some way to equate Grading to financial earning, but it makes sense, right? The better grades you get, the more opportunity you get. You get to go to sixth form, then you get good grades, then you get to get your UCAS points, you get to go to uni, then so doors do open when you get better grades. That's a fact,
1: 100%. We can't deny that, we cannot deny that.
3: Yeah, now if you're expelled, which means you're missing out on certain classes, certain lessons, which teachers are not going to go back and teach you the whole class on a one to one, they got a class of 30 plus to teach. So if you've missed that class, guess what? You've missed that class. Definitely. So, well, now, when that question that happened to be taught in that class comes up in your exam, what's going to happen? You're not going to know it. Which means what? You get, a, you get a lesser grade. Of course you do. Now, if I go back according to that teacher, he said that it's a, it is equivalent, equivalent over a lifespan to a million pound if you get an A. Not even an A star. So A star must be more. So now, if you're keeping in that mindset, in that focus, the lower grades you get, the less amount you can earn, which means you have to live in certain places. Yeah. Where other people who earn more than you can live in different places. Now, it happens to be that the more impoverished area that you live in, the more desperate the people are. Yeah. And with desperation comes animalistic behavior. When you're desperate, you are more likely to do anything to achieve the same outcomes as those who are not desperate.
1: Okay, okay, okay. We're we're, we're, we're cooking now. Okay, okay.
3: Now we're part of it. Okay, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Food for thought, people. Food for thought in terms of don't always take what you see as a natural formulation of nature. There is a systematic plan and a direction that's been encouraged and has always been encouraged from the inception of meeting one group of people to another group of people. I'll let you figure that one out. And it happens to be that this certain group of people who interacted with this certain group of people happens to always be living in a standard predominantly over them same people that they interacted with them many years back.
1: Yeah.
3: Um i i will I'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll leave it there. Education has a major impact in your standard of living.
1: 100%. Yeah, uh, definitely. But that that's not um as much as what we're speaking about now but th- that statement right there that's not exclusive to just black people though. No,
0: it's not.
1: Like th- there's there's a there's two parts to what you just said there because there's <laughs> there's there's more to uh the Situation when it comes to black children, we know that based on everything that you've just said there, I, I can't argue that. But educate when we, if we, maybe that's another podcast as well, guys. But education itself, um, it can it affects your standard of living. But when you've got all the other things on top of that, from a black perspective, then boy, you've got one hell of a uh, journey or uh, to go through.
2: Struggle, but, right.
1: Yeah, but in answer to your question, uh, uh, in terms of what is it doing, um, I, I don't think. Has anyone? Has anyone in here been expelled?
2: I've, I've I've only been suspended, not expelled.
1: Oh yeah, I, mean, I, <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I remember you being suspended. Not
2: suspended, <laughs> yeah. not
1: expelled. Never been expelled. But
3: none of no, us. No, none of expelled. us. See, oh, I have got sus- loads of um de dearm um, tensions, loads, loads, loads of, loads of detentions. <laughs>
1: See, so I don't think we can fully answer that question, uh, from a perspective of what it has done because we haven't been there. But I, what I can do is say what I feel I or where I feel I would be if that happened, and it would be in a more as much as we've all had our struggles, but I think it would be in a more undesirable situation if those things were to happen, and and sure. uh. Hundred yeah. percent. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the people I had around me, uh, the role models that we I had, but also, and this may lead on to another thing, but my attainment in school or my drive in school changed at a certain point. It changed where my whole outlook on education just got a sharp little spike, and that changed when i had or when we i was introduced to a new teacher and that new teacher was a black man from south africa from that point things changed for me and it was the first time that i had to an extent someone relatable um and the way that person communicated to me It just hit it hit a nerve where it was like um, Okay, so now I can see someone and, that, and that's probably a role model of mine as well And uh, I'm sure some of the guys who went to school with me Can kind of understand where I'm coming from with this So without And I'm kind of going off from, from the question But I'm just looking at it from a perspective Okay, the things that saved me from being expelled One was the role models I had Two was actually having an introduction, introduction at a key point in my in my, my schooling system to a teacher of colour like you that I could relate to. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but it wasn't just but what related, but the way he taught engaged me and it made me look at life a lot differently because he was di- he was direct he had, he he just had everything that you needed. Like as a, as a black boy, that's, you've got a lot of different kind of type of energy. So do you you, identify them?
0: Do you you think then, do you think you, you, your experiences were that you'd you'd had good role models and then you you also had a teacher that was a black man. Do you think that is the key to uh, cutting down on exclusions for black boys then? Do you think they need more black teachers in the educational system? And then hopefully those black kids will have a similar kind of experience to the one that you did. Need is different.
1: Like, let's let's say, for example, if I use my children. It's more
2: desirable than the need.
1: Yeah. If I use my children example, I example, I, 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 I and they were saying, oh, I can't get on at school because I haven't got, in my opinion as a father, I, can't, I wouldn't accept that as an excuse for them not to get their head down and kind of do the best they can. But as Jay said, it, will, it it might be desirable if you can kind of have that kind of understanding and reflection, or see someone where you can kind of relate and reflect to. But choo, choo, I don't choo. think I don't think it. Um, so it's a tricky question. I think it's desirable, um, but I don't know if it's a one hundred percent need.
3: I don't. I, know I think it. what we need to be honest about as well is that this teacher, who I know as well and respect, to the end of my life anyway. Um, he had a massive Im- impact in the sense of he showed me by just his presence where a black person can be. So, yeah.
0: like I like like said,
3: just by his presence. But what so I like want a- to say on top of that as well is it wasn't just a uh, having a black male teacher believe in you, have time for you beyond the classroom yeah, was yeah. something special, man. Yeah, and so, he he's a special
0: factor there. So, as I said so, to him well, then you know. Having a do, do you think that these black kids that are getting excluded need do, does the educational system need to employ more black teachers? It does black need male to employ, teachers.
3: it does need to employ more black teachers, but black teachers who who actually care about black children. There's no point just but, having a token but, black but, person but, 100%, there. One hundred
0: percent. But it's like you you had alluded to the fact that this individual just his presence impacted you. Yes, yes. So, if I speak on truth, okay.
3: There was also a white female teacher who also believed in us
1: as well. I I had a lot of, yeah. um, And
3: I know you know who I'm talking about here, but she believed in us and she spoke up. She fought for us. So, not only do we need to have more black teachers present, teachers in general just need to have equal amount of time understanding of where we come from before we even enter the educational system
1: yeah if you look at all if you look at a lot of the reports not just the one i looked at but i looked at a few and the common theme is about being able to relate having uh or, or if even if you can't have teachers of color those teachers the white teachers or caucasian teachers them being able to um have the emotional Capacity to deal with different ethnicities and stuff like that, so that comes up a lot in reports in terms of yes. why there's why there's uh, black boys uh being ex- expelled but um is absolutely right for me, and they, they happen to be like uh, the, the, the f- and I, I wrote them down actually because they were so uh, poignant in my life, but there are a lot of um I was really into art at school and like, a lot of my art teachers were they believed in me like to no end um they really did to a point where, I had a little dip in uh, sixth form, where they they phoned my mum, like because they were that passionate about kind of seeing me do well. So it's not just it's not just about the colour; it's about just having people like yeah, made, um, a- a- having adults actually, but especially when, like Kay said earlier, about you're going through a multitude of things. You're going through a puberty, adolescence, like your your hormones. There's this imbalances left, yeah. right, and centre. You're trying to kind of and maybe this is another podcast, but you're trying to kind of maybe maintain Fundations. maintain an image on top of trying to maintain an education on top on, t- on, uh, on top of maintaining a reputation. Uh, all of that as a, as a young boy um, with testosterone, you're trying mm-hmm. to maintain that. So some people go false like go to gravitate to just the image. Some people gravitate to uh, gravitate to to the reputation or the bravado. But if you want all of that. It's hard. It's yeah. hard.
2: You yeah. know what I mean. Sure. sure. Um. I think for me, think listening to what you guys are saying. I think the biggest effect, in my opinion, is the the lack of um. Like the lack of I don't know what's the word. Not purpose or the lack of. See, seeing the importance in education. So black boys well, being. Ex- Excluded
5: mm-hmm.
2: is, is is a knock-on effect of them not seeing the importance of education because the education don't doesn't see the importance in them.
0: But it, 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 is it yeah? So, so so are you saying that the, the, the black boys going into the classroom are not being valued?
2: Yeah, and by the not itself. being valued and then being kicked out of school, they then don't place any credence or any importance into school. So they go about their lives doing that they have children. They're, they're not going to instill the importance of education on their children, because it, it, you get what I'm saying? It's like a revolving yeah, it door knock-on yeah, effect. Is. It, and it, it, is it, it can become generational where you can have a whole generation of, of black black people in a family that have no importance on education, because education done nothing for them. So that means they they don't want to get into jobs that will be get them in certain places. They don't care about good grades. You know what I'm saying? They don't think about becoming teachers but, to teach but, other but, black kids.
0: But all of those, but all of those things that you've just uh, alluded to, mm-hmm. is about you know that young black child, his his experiences at school. You know, if if his experiences were perhaps negative, you know, yeah. and uh, the teachers perhaps didn't engage with that child or or group of children like that particular individual, mm-hmm. uh, then the knock-on effect is going to be negative, isn't it?
2: exactly and i think that's that's probably the greatest uh, effect as a, to your, to your question that the knock on effect of that is it's only going to be negativity towards the educational system Do you know what i'm saying mm. so they they they're not going to put any they're not going to put any effort in they're not going to teach their little brothers or their little sisters or their siblings or their friends the importance of hey listen we need to go to school and get good grades to make sure we can go to college to make sure we can go to university to make sure that we at least have a fighting chance of a better life.
0: It's funny, I knew somebody that came from a really difficult start, perhaps didn't do great in school, but ended up with a degree. So where does that person fit?
2: I mean, Uh, that's down to the the person's self-drive, I think, which is... Is like it's, it's not common amongst our people that self drive to break out. We tend to, once stuff happens to us, we tend to go into our show almost. You yeah, gave me his own you, 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 so, so you either continue this. Carry on. You're saying,
4: you're saying too? Sorry, sorry, Jay, you either continue the cycle or you break the cycle, isn't it? It's, it's, I think it's an individual decision, you know, in everything. It's not just educational. in in. Um, family traditions and stuff like that you either sometimes continue this the the cycle or you break it so you have a few people who go against the grain and have a degree be the first person like Kay said I remember the last episodes when we spoke about Kay your mum being able to be the first person in your family to, to get a degree which then paved the way for your brother and yourself to get a degree as well so she went against the grain, whereas it could have been easier to to go continue the
2: cycle yeah but then again she's still the the minority whereas if we all 100 went and said okay let's put credence in education everyone in, in our immediate circle went and made sure and got degrees Mm-hmm. then that's going to affect our family. Then all our kids are more likely to do it. And then well, all their kids are more likely to do it. Well, that's,
1: so that's, in a, in that's a, a sense, problem. you're saying it, it's a learned behaviour then? Some of it can be.
2: To an extent, got, to an extent. And a small got, extent. I think there's a greater weight on the systematic uh, reasons than the personal reasons. Because if you can't change your environment, there's very little you can do unless you have extreme determination and to, to, to break free from
0: that, from
4: those chains? 100%. I don't know. I've, I've, hmm. my, my opinion on that differs slightly. Um, because I, I think I, I will second what you said, Jay, about um, the disinterest in, in education amongst our people because we didn't see anything in it. How many people really do we know we have got degrees in, in certain fields but are doing something completely different? That's I'll give you an ex- my, my dad was in, in banking in, in Zimbabwe when he was there. But when he came over here, he couldn't get in that field. It was yeah. so difficult to get in He had to do something completely different. He had to start from scratch. So me as a son now, if I'm watching him, I'm watching my dad has got a degree or I'm watching him do something else completely different, would I still be interested? When I know that, hold on, this guy... Is qualified to be an engineer or whatever else, but he's now working in Tesco's.
3: The thing is, that's not, that's not your dad's fault though, is it? Oh, it's not your dad's no, fault. No, it's, it's not, it's not my dad's fault. It's That's the environment, not, that's the I'm environment not, that was placed on him. And, yes, and, and when society hasn't valued your father's education, that's, that's what it hear is. hear me
4: right, hear me right. I'm not saying it's my dad's fault, but I'm saying in terms of education wise, if I'm looking at it from myself to say, Why should I pursue this education field? And when I know, I could end up not even doing what I qualified to do.
5: Yeah.
4: Because nine times out of ten, we've all got families, well, most of us have got families who have got a degree in this, but they're doing something completely different. Not by choice, but because they couldn't get into that field. Yeah. We all know those barriers in certain industries where we can't get in. So there's that as well that plays with it. That's one. The second thing, coming back to your question about, um, the impact it would have had if, for example, I had got expelled, I can't answer hundred percent, but looking at what Case said about obtaining knowledge through education. Now, if you got expelled, you've got no knowledge. That's been deprived of you.
5: Yeah.
4: And we all know knowledge is power. Knowledge is key to everything we do. So, where, where will you end up with no knowledge? Technically, you've well, got no knowledge, have you?
2: You have the knowledge of the road,
4: and that's hey, all you know.
5: You and know.
4: once, once yeah. you go down that road, you're now you're belonging to the from. system, exactly. And now, you're then in, in people's eyes, or oh, you proved them right. We knew you wouldn't amount to anything, he was a
0: criminal. It's almost, like it's almost like that self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Exactly.
3: But I don't want people to overlook this, this street life. Now, yes, lack of education in the system that's been set up as the education system can lead to that ghetto life. That's how ghettos are formed. Formed because of people who have low attainment and therefore they attain through various means, which usually isn't in line with, with the law. And that in, turn create, that in turn creates social housing, ghettos, welfare systems, all, all that stuff like that. Um, so now what I want people to hear and understand, the adaption, this proves that our learning capacity isn't in deficit. In fact, it would prove that it's at a greater level. The fact that we have, our, if you were to be excluded from schools and you happen to enter this, street life our level of survivability increases because the desperation increases which means you have to learn about in your environment which is part of the learning which is part of the learning theory of course it's a it's a harsh environment that you're now put into a impoverished street life where there's other desperate people who look like you who've been through the same situation as uh, as you and they see you as a competitor to whatever scraps is left on the, on on the table now you have to learn how to navigate yourself in that streetlight. Because if you don't, you'll lose your life. If you don't, you'll go jail. And that's the whole one step away from thing that steps into this area as well. But what I'm trying to, sign- to signify is that this proves that there's a development of learning. Because no matter what, if the Western society system doesn't want to help me to strive and get forward, well, then I'm going to get it my own way. And beyond that, guess, guess what we have done as a people that is very rare in today's society guess what we've done to prove that we can learn and adapt and what what was the third uh, learning phase constructivism yeah in terms of creating new ideas what have we done as a people it's very hard to pinpoint because it's not seen as anything credible but what have we done as a result of having to enter that street life and have to navigate that it's, it's hard to think of isn't it well let me tell you Brian, Brian. not only survive here's what we have done hear this listeners we are one of the rare people in modern society to create our own language we've created our own language It's called slang or urban or whatever you want to call it. Street language, road language. Ebonics. 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 Patois. Whatever you want to call it. We've created... Pigeon. Understand... Pigeon Pigeon what... mm, But understand the levels of what we're talking about here. A people or a group of people who are deemed as not being able to succeed as well as other people in the educational system that's been set up by Western society then get left with the, the, the ghettos and the in, in our impoverishment and council with EM states and gang culture and all that, then they create their own language. To me, that's a marvel.
1: And to me, that's, then, that's a rarity. And then a lot of people can monetize that. Of they course. do monetize that. They do monetize that.
3: Yeah? They create a urban culture. That's not ever looked at as a exceptional level of learning and adaption and so survival, no, it's not. No. That's, that's shunned by it's society. It's frowned upon. If you don't pronounce your TH as F, and you pronounce it as F, as a F, that's frowned upon. If you have a different name for something, instead of calling something money, throw, guys, throw out some other names that we've created for the word money. Peas. Peas.
1: Moolah. Squilla.
3: Moolah. <laughs> bread. Oh, bread, all oh, that stuff, oh, that's interesting. Doesn't bread mean yeast and, <laughs> and, and wheat that's been grounded and baked, baked in an oven? Oh no, we're so adaptive to our environment, we will turn the word money to bread. And then when I say bread to a next man, who knows, who, who comes from the same background as I do, he will know that I'm talking about money or he will know that I'm talking about food. But then when I say the word food, he will know if I'm talking about food or if I'm talking about
0: food. Other you understand things, me? Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> yeah too, what I'm talking about, dreads of food.
3: <laughs> right, okay, yeah. okay. You understand what I'm talking about, dread. So yeah, don't tell do. me we don't have the ability to learn or anything like anyone else. In fact, we've shown we've got to even more.
0: Yeah, well, what, coming at well, the last, the last question really is um, what can we do? You know, What can we do really? It's it's basically what can we do to stop this? And what I'm talking about when I say what can we do to stop this is to stop the exclusion of black boys, the school exclusion. What can we do to stop this as a collective? Just
1: a Um, general question. As as I said before, I think we need um, we need to stop. We need to show. It's hard because when you have seen failure or academic failure from your Pre, 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 previous people um, It's hard to kind of see light like, at the end of the tunnel But you, we need people to uh...
0: Can we as a group of people Put things in place yeah. To stop the exclusion of black boys I believe we can It's difficult hard to at do At a time I think
2: A small group at a time I think,
4: I think the main thing is We've already started doing it As, as okay. a group right now In okay. terms of just having conversations amongst ourselves. We can now filter that conversation amongst our kids. So one of the things that was detrimental, or is still detrimental to this day, is we know there are pitfalls that are laid out in front of our kids. Right? We know it because we've gone through them ourselves, but they don't know them. They don't know they're there until it's too late. Yes. So now the fact that we're having these conversations and they can filter down to our kids, to our listeners' kids, and they can have these conversations, that will help because now they, they, they've got a warning.
3: I think, I, I think you, you are correct there, T. But what I will say is that did not our parents try to coach us how to navigate this world as children anyway? They did. I I think we I think we're missing a trick here.
4: They did, but to a certain extent. Like yeah. I I will look at for my example. Obviously, my, my parents didn't go to school here, so they wouldn't know the the, the system. Nor did in, mine. And in, in, in this country, so uh, they wouldn't have given me the same lessons I'm able to to give to my children. Do you see what I'm saying?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
4: also, it's we've always been guilty of this. We've never really been. Uh, a culture for, for really having conversations, deep conversations. Yeah. It's always been like, scratch it's the visual. surface,
5: scratch the surface.
4: Be careful at school. Know that you're not treated as equal. You have to work 10 times harder. But like the reasons why, and really go down deep and say, listen, this is what's happened. Share mm-hmm. the shared experiences. Go into details so that the kids know because bear in mind, when you're a teenager, you don't want to hear what your parents are saying nine times out of ten. <clears throat> you, your, your hormones are running wild. You don't want to hear it. But when they go deeper and give examples that they have gone through themselves, which we are able to do, we're the first generation, mostly, who are able to do that.
3: You you know what, to, um, Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I see your point. The fact that, in, throughout generations, we've become more knowledgeable um, in terms of understanding our environments, becoming masters of our environment. We haven't done that yet, but we're getting there. If we can keep passing that on to the youngers and also improving ourselves too, that will naturally bring up the status of a people, of a nation. And what I want to say as well is that I've started doing this too. With youngers um, I'm speaking about one of my boys um, who's not in this pod, podcast but will be a guest um, his children when they mentioned to me that the school children were saying that their skin looked like poo and I have to hear this because they call me uncle they they damn they call me uncle yeah and I have to hear this from them and one of them isn't even ten yet and one of them has just had their uh, birthday recently Um. But when you have to hear that they are still coming back saying, experiencing what I experienced when I was younger, is crazy. It's crazy, and I can only imagine how it hears to my parents' ears and to my grandparents' ears. Bless their soul, if they were to hear what I went through. Now, what? Ha- now, how am I able to educate these children who are experiencing racism from school? Well, this needs to be brought up at the school for one, but beyond that. Beyond that, the parents of that child who said their skin was poo, they need to be addressed too. Educated
0: as well, yeah.
3: So don't pretend, there's an expectancy that we need to have more education, we need to learn more, we need to behave, we need to do all this, we, 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 we. The problem is you, yeah? But the reality is that there's education that needs to happen on both sides. The other side needs to be educated too. There's an expectancy that as much as we are expected not to succeed, there's an expectancy that the other side knows all all the answers. They have all the answers to all our problems. That's not the damn case. That's not the reality. The answers to all the problems works for them. doesn't work for us. So we need to develop and educate ourselves to a level where we can educate our own to get to answers that works for us.
4: I hear you, but instead of being reactive, instead of being reactive in that situation, I think we need to be more proactive. For me, I I hear you, and I I agree one hundred percent. But we can only control the controllables, which we can only control our actions and how we go about ourselves, not how they're going about. That's one. Two, by being proactive and actually having a conversation, my little one right now is free. But when she gets to a stage where she can fuck them a little bit, I'll be like, look, you may face these things in school. Someone may come and say this. This is how we should go about it. You have already pre-warned them. So now yeah. you're, you're not being reactive to a situation where your child now has come home at 10 and said, some kid said, my skin looks like poo. Now you're, you're being reactive because it's a situation now. Bearing in mind, that kid has had time to to think it over and, and really critique it before they came to you. But if you're proactive enough to say, look, let's have the conversations before you even go in the schools. So they know. When it happens, they're like, oh yeah, that's what dad said. They'll still come and tell you, but then they will not feel as uh, maybe... Abrieved. maybe do feel yeah. as a Yes, because they already know what to expect, which is wrong way of looking at it. But I'm only concerned about how I can change things. Because I know if I say they need to get educated, they need to do this, that's not going to happen. I can't enforce that.
3: No, you can't. Well, the Um, reality of the situation, sorry, Jay, I I didn't mean to cut um, you off there, but I just wanted to respond to um, M.T. The way how I dealt with this, when they did come and tell me that their skin looked, that they've been told their skin looks looks, looks like poo, the first thing I understood was they, they have to go back to that school. In fact, they don't have to. I guess that's another level of it. There needs to be an area of where we remove ourselves from areas that we are not wanted. But that's another podcast, I guess. Um, I explained to them, I explained to them, you are gonna, I was, I'm, 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 I, I, don't, I, I don't hold no bars, whether it's children or not. I said, you are going to hear this throughout most of your life, if not all of it, in, ve- in various different ways in various different forms, and it's going to happen. Now, your father and your mother went through it, I've went through it, and guess what? We have to learn to ride, to basically roll with the punches. Now, you need to understand that you know your skin's not, not poo, right? And they're standing there quiet, I say, oh, that, that that is a question, and they go, no. Well, okay, so you know your skin's not poo. That's all you need to know. Whether someone else tells you that your skin looks like poo or is poo, you know in your mind, it's not poo. So you know the education is on deficit. Not yours, yeah? And you need to understand that your skin color, you are the most ancient people of this earth and your skin still shows to this day. Be proud of that. You are the most ancient people, that's, their, that's Western science. Western science will tell you the first people on this earth were black people. And you hold that skin to this day. So next time someone tells you your skin looks like poo, know that they had to come from you through some various means. That's what it's about. It's about instilling this in children and not holding back. Because you're a child, oh, we want to keep your innocence. The world don't care about your innocence, man. So it's about educating them. It's about educating the youngsters. It's about educating the children to understand that the system that they are in will always be adverse to them, and that way you must be prepared for every occasion that is going to come against you, and realize that there will be no sympathy.
2: Yeah, I mean to to expand on that. Um, externally, um, I think there is a us as black people and living in a Western society. We are often goaded is goaded the word when you're like pushed yes yes you also we're often goaded to solve or to come up with the solutions for these problems that we never created
3: yes the the victim and the solution
2: (laughs) yes so i think for for something like this to be changed it needs to be happened externally systematically that's 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 the biggest impact, more than what we could ever do. Yes, if we want to
0: continue. So you're saying why the society? You're saying why the society has to change it? It's not yes. change that has to be implicated, implemented by us. I disagree. Yeah,
2: not, not not the majority of the change. The majority of change is more outside of our culture okay. than within our culture, because they control uh, the the, the, the society we live in, the the systems, the schools, the jobs, prisons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I disagree. When looking internally I... now, pardon. Sorry, carry on. I was saying, uh, when looking internally um, to curb this high rate of expulsion and lack of education amongst black people, I think education as K and T and everyone is agreed on. But I think we need to start educating them to use the system. To better themselves, we need to show them that, okay, you can go to school and get good grades, but maybe you don't work with someone. Maybe we educate our kids to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a very good idea. How can so you they, get
3: through that school system in the first place if there's traps already preset? Yeah. Well,
2: well yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not impossible. For instance, like us, we, 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 we made it through the traps. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So for those that, That do make it through the traps. Instead of teaching them, okay, you're gonna make it through the traps to go work with someone. Let's say, okay, you make it through the traps. You learn all these things to open your own business. What do you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Let's start educating our kids to be masters of their own enterprise instead of being a slave to to another man's enterprise. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. I agree, hundred percent. And and that can maybe maybe give them the the bright the spark while going through school to to obtain better grades, to behave better, or to mm, almost... Because, like, for me, like, I curbed a lot of my wanting to lash out because I knew what might happen if it got back to my mom. You know what I'm saying? I finished yeah. school... I finished school with the grades that I got because I didn't want to disappoint my mom. If it wasn't for my mother and what I thought, I would have given up on school at year eight. <laughs>
1: now we're talking now we're sounds now we're talking
2: yeah definitely this is this is my carry on carry on
1: this is my point this is why i have to disagree I, the, the second part the internal part i agree with but this the,
0: Extra. We, we
1: got as much, we know uh, we say this a lot now we know the game but we're there's there's times elements and this might be unpopular where we're not helping ourselves so my, uh, my point is, so Jay, you've just said, like, you got through school because you didn't want to upset your mother. So along over the last kind of 20 minutes, like, we've spoken about how we've progressed uh, through the generations and whatnot. But if you were to ask anyone, and if I was to ask you, like, are, are, are black children more unruly than previous generations? What would your answer be? More or less?
2: It's, um, it's, it's a difficult one yeah it's a difficult
1: one okay well i i'd say that in terms of how uh, just just gen- i'm generalising now but i mm. i think in, t- in terms of how the direction of black children not all but black children as a as a collective i i think it's getting a little bit out of control in my opinion
0: So you think they're becoming more unruly
1: a little bit but there's reasons for it but this is this is my point like I agree. Yeah. So, so we can say that we, we get we've got more knowledge, but if the children are not responding, or if the children, then we need to ask the questions internally. Because if we've got more knowledge, we've got more resource, we've got more understanding of what's going on. But the chil- the children, are not even respecting elders like they used to. There's a problem. And
2: yeah, the problem yeah, but I think that, that but that's well, internally. That's because. I could honestly look at you guys and say where we are like when our head teacher asked us why we're almost an anomaly in terms of our dynamics do you get what I'm saying
1: but what if I didn't
2: have the type of parent I had I could easily see myself being a a crazy unruly literally I would have been one toe away from being (laughs) a a really
1: kid (laughs) that's that's another podcast (laughs) A a new version but then that mean that means that that means then we're not actually anomalies. Then But there's this, there was this a process in place that put us into a position, which was from what you're saying, your mum. From what I'm saying, so remember, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of stats will suggest. Okay, children that are expelled, black children that are expelled, blah blah blah. They'll look at their background. Oh, it's a single parent home. That's the reason poor why. families. Okay. Well, I was I come from a single parent home, so. there's more to it then, isn't there there's more to it so then we have to kind of delve deeper into it so a lot of people will stop at okay single parent home that's why there's a problem okay well there wasn't a problem but i meant we managed to get through school and there's a lot of us here that went through that situation so let's delve deeper into it so instead of educating children which we need to do let's also educate the adults because you can have a there's two types of single parent um mothers in my opinion not, not i'm gonna use mothers but it's equally for fathers if, if you if the father is the main caregiver then this applies to you as well now if you because of that stigma because of that old oh, single parent uh struggle dad's not around that infiltrates into young black boys and that all but not only does it infiltrate into young black boys that also in, infiltrates into people In the education system Because they'll just They'll just like put Two and two together And think okay That's the problem So when you've got Two people thinking Along the same wavelengths Without kind of really uh, Really kind of Looking at the whole Landscape of what's Actually happening It's easy to put people Into a box It's easy to go This is the reason Now if you've got One mother If you've got two mothers That are single parents Yeah But you've got one mother That is solely focused on And maybe this is Another podcast Solely focused on Maybe uh, not focused, but is very is still scorned by obviously the man or the woman if they have balance leave leaving and obviously leaving them with a kid, and then using that as uh, using the child as a weapon or kind of using any angers that the child has, they actually kind of fuel the flame to the reasons why they 're going through certain things is because you haven 't got a dad around in comparison to a mother that understands this is the situation mother or father this is the situation that we're in it's not ideal it's not desirable but these are the things we're going to do to navigate it so uh, so the whole fact that you as a young boy don't doesn't have a father around like let's not make that the big uh let's not make that the big situation let's actually try and navigate and try to actually distract you from going through those thoughts because if you're at that young age and all you're going through is about kind of rejection or absent fathers or mothers and things like that, on top of everything that's going on, you're, you're, you're walking into those undesirable um, outcomes. Yeah. Now, what my point is that for me, for my situation, and maybe, it's, maybe my situation is unique, so maybe I'm just speaking from me, but I was in that situation where there was absence, where I, I could have been a statistic to go, well, this is the reason why. And some of you guys even know, they tried to even put us on program, even though we were high achievers, they tried to put us in the programs to raise our attainment, even though we weren't those people that should have been in those programs. But that's another story. Anyway, yeah. if what if my experience growing up was the fact that actually my mother created a family unit in the household and she made the best of what she had, where it actually became a distraction to the fact that there wasn't a, there wasn't a, like a consistent male figure around. So I, so that actually protected me from a lot of kind of anxieties or feelings that I could have, have had if that was kind of put to the forefront all the time, whether it be from school or whether it be from home, if that's put to the forefront all the time, then maybe I'd be in a different situation. But my growing up was actually, it is, as much as we were aware, but it wasn't so prominent actually because mm-hmm. uh, there was a compensation, I guess, for, uh, for a lot of things it actually allowed me to kind of grow and develop naturally and still have a bit of childhood and go up. And then it was my adult ages where I'm more mentally uh, developed to kind of contemplate those thoughts and feelings better and understand the not having a male figure around and stuff better rather than having to try and understand it when I'm still not mature. I'm not still not mentally mature enough to deal with it. So my point is, along with other things like blaming uh, law enforcement all the time if their children like, Oh, less, we, we understand what's going on. But if we, if we reinforce that into our kids, this is going to have a knock on effect. So like everyone has like, like everyone has said, my my point is less we, you have to navigate the systems where you're not actually, you might think that you're saying the right thing, but check what you're saying. If you're going on TV and saying, Oh, the police are this, the police in that, because there's been like a major incident that's involved like black children, what is that actually doing? Why, like, let's ask why the children are doing that because we understand. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm just frustrated that we we, we we, say, Oh, we've got to educate the children, but we, there's, I'm sorry, there's a lot of educating that we need to do to grown adults. That's my of point. So, so maybe I've spoken quite a lot for, about the same thing, but. The education our own grown adults, our own black mothers and fathers, not not everyone, but I'm saying mm-hmm. we need to check. Okay, what are we actually teaching? We can we can say that we're te- oh well, I'm bringing them up to kind of look after themselves and stuff, but let's actually dissect what we're actually saying and what we're actually doing. And are we consistent? Are we are we, are we keeping that same energy behind closed time. doors all the to- all the time?
2: What wanted to in response, before you go to you, this, is my last point on this sure, I'm not going, points, going. which is a question to you, M, and to the group in, as a whole, in terms of expulsion, is it the nature aspect in general or the nurture aspect that has, in your opinion, a greater effect on the rates of expulsion in young black men?
3: I'm sorry, I'm going to have to jump straight in here. It is not nature. It is not if I agree to nature, I agree to the genetic code of black people being more likely to um sorry, more unable to learn as other counterparts, more unable to behave themselves as other account, as other counterparts. I don't believe that it's nature, man. I don't believe if you leave a black child in a wilderness with nothing else, that they will come out less better than if you put another person from a cultural background in a wilderness. With no knowledge and nothing and no resources, I don't believe that there will be a difference in outcome. I don't. It has to be nurture. It has to be.
5: Okay. Cool.
4: So just to go back to what M said, I I agree with hundred percent. So let's let's think of it in this way. We probably all have had you know, in our journey through school and everything else, I had those friends who were on, you know, the unruly type, yeah? Got expelled or whatever else they got in trouble for. And forward, fast forward 15, 20 years down the line, they're still doing the same thing. Now, yep. imagine
5: mm-hmm.
4: those friends having kids. Yes, they're going right? to learn
0: from the way that they grew, their parents grew them up
4: right and now imagine those kids having kids yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you get what i'm getting at if can only get worse yes you have the odd ones who go against the grain but repeating a cycle will be repeated on a different level so to what ems was saying about the kids are worse now yeah they're worse now because their parents were unruly now they've passed down that but to a higher level, whereas you, you had your mom at home who was a strong black woman, long suffering, who made sure you had everything, right? So let's take someone else, say, next door, who, had, who was in exactly the same position as you was,
5: but his mom was not as strong, was not as long suffering. Passed it down to him, and now he's a parent now and he's passing it down. Yep.
4: So it gets worse. And I agree when you're saying, like, we just don't need to educate the kids. Yes, we need to look at ourselves. I, I, I'm more focused about looking at myself. The facts I'm putting on the table, are they true? Is it generational conditioning? If we just accepted certain things and certain statistics without fact-finding ourselves that we've, we've made it ours to a point where we're passing it down to our kids without knowing the poison we're passing it down. Yeah. And also, I want to be able to be in a position where, you know what, you want to promote the, the private schools and, and give them better grades? Fine. We'll also put our kids in there. Because let's be real, the system at the moment, they've got their own agendas. We all know the, the curriculum, the, the extra curriculums they're they putting in schools, in, in, in public schools, that are controversial. But we've got no say in it. But when you go to private schools, they don't want those curriculums in their schools because they know what damage it does.
1: Of course, of course. And um, just. <laughs> This is this is why actually it's even more obvious to see like as Jay said like his in a hype in a metaphorical way his mum got him through school yeah and going back to that situation at our prom where we asked the question so this is the difference there's an expectancy there was an expectancy or there is an expectancy whether it's more or less in 2020 for Young black men, boys, children, whatever, to go, go to the undesirable side of the coin. However, we had people, I remember, I, I remember that moment, the only conclusion that we could come up with as 15, 16 year old boys coming into men was that the reason why he's asked that, uh, the teacher has asked, asked us that question. And the reason why we are where we are, we we all concluded that it was because of our mothers. So did, so regardless of their bit. Be- so going back to what I keep saying about we know the game, we know the system. There's oh, an. Expect- sorry,
3: I don't want to interject in there. Um, I I just want to say, uh, it was my mother and my father for me. Okay,
1: okay, okay, but all right, but it was our parents then. It was our parents, that was the reason why we're in that situation where they asked us a question. Okay, so we now know that there's systems in place that can, and let's, let's be relative, like our environment was a lot easier than other environments of maybe biggest, larger cities. We, I get I respect that and I get that. But there's a, there was a system in place, even in the environment that we were in, to navigate from going down the expected route that system where the people our parents that kind of navigated helped us navigate that way. So what all I keep trying to say, what I'm trying to say is the fact that they, there are ways that it can be done, whether it be harder or easier, there's ways. And, and it wasn't, as I'm not, when I say parents, that's, that's just like the, the pinnacle, there's other people involved, but the, the, the main person or like the big boss, it, the over, overarching person is the parent, the parental figure. So if that can happen, why don't we tap into that? That's what that teacher should have really done. He should have really, if he was really wanting to know, but I think it was just like an inquisitive thing because he's probably shocked. But if I was in the educational system and I cared about all my pupils from all different races and whatnot, then I'd really dissect that. I'd contact those parents and understand, okay, these boys have done something that is not expected and understand it. So we can kind of replicate that to future generations or other schools or other children. We weren't perfect. We weren't the perfect children. And we're not saying that, but if we have, if you have someone in a position of power being a head teacher of a high school, asking that question, then something's not working. Something's not right generally, but something's worked.
5: So, yeah
1: yeah
2: it's that's why that's why i believe that these external sources need to take a greater responsibility for yeah
1: and
4: i understand for these,
2: that now.
4: For these numbers these well, i you know i understand
2: under, i understand what
4: you're saying jay but we also need to represent ourselves in a better light i'm sorry
2: 100 100%, man. 100 percent nine times out of
4: ten the movies that we see black person's role is played out by a drug dealer or something else
2: but bro we we don't we right. that's uh, that's the thing we, we don't own the movie studios that make these movies we don't I, own the
4: script we just get mean, to collect the right. you get what i'm saying that's what i'm saying I, these I'm external
2: not... things have a greater influence yes, yes. they us. do but we, let, we, we in, in
4: my, my my thing is this i understand we don't own nothing but we let it we let the power of money the law of money put us back 10 years.
5: Do you think because so? that's
4: what it does, that's what it does. Because look, let's, let's, let me give you an example. If I accepted a role now, they say, okay, I'll give you 5 million, play this drug dealer, or gangster wannabe and whatnot. I've accepted 5 million, but the role I have played for my people, it's now said to the youngsters, this is what to be. This is how to be.
3: Wait. So it's
2: put, us, it's put us back 10 years. I'm See, that, it as a that is a gay.
3: big one.
2: That's a big yeah. one. For instance, like, we just had a local election here in, in Trinidad, yeah? Yeah. The opposition, who is predominantly an Indo-Trinidadian party, they paid millions to local black dancehall artists who predominantly sing about shooting, killing, selling drugs to make their party songs. Wow. So, so do, you see,
4: do you see what I'm saying? This is, this is where right. we, need to, we need to look well beyond. We look at the, 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 the songs that have come, I'm not even going to mention the artists because I don't even want to give you the platform, but we all know a song that came out of one of the, the female artists who's buzzing at the moment, which is ridiculous about, I don't cook, I don't clean, still got a ring and all that stuff, right? Our children, my daughter is growing up watching that. What is she taking from that? We need to take accountability to say, listen, if we want mm-hmm. us to be in positions of power, to, if you want us to be in a position where we are looked as equal, we need to act as equal. We need to be in position of power, not like you're screaming, yeah, kill this person, done this girl, and using the B word to um, call out our women. And you expect... Our, our younger generation to have respect for our women. Our sons to have respect, our daughters to have respect for their men when their mothers are there constantly abusing the kid because of their father or using the father
3: as a tool. So you're almost you stepping into the realms of um, socialization. You you, you, you're almost stepping into the realms of socialization and I, I guess, I guess a, dev, a developing of negative culture. Yes. Um, and then accepting that negative, cult- negative culture as normal culture.
1: That's because it becomes popular.
4: That's yeah. where we are now. It, where we are now is a pivotal point. We need to be very careful of what we do and how we do it. Yes, we're accepting money. They're accepting money for this, money for that. Dr. Dre sold his bits headphones for a billion dollars. Yeah, good for him. But if we stop to think, the people who bought that, how much are they going to make? We can be somewhere in life. Not just, I know we're deviating from the education, but we need to make these calculative decisions for our generations, not just for us.
1: That is education. That is education too. This might be a black business
3: podcast, you know?
4: Either way you want to look at it, man. I'm just, like I said, I'm tired of, of not... I don't wanna blame people. Yes, the blame is there, but I'm tired of mm. blaming people. And then we turn around because really the teachers, let's say, for example, Kid at or Adult or other movies that they've shot, the teachers all they see. I I'm, I'm I'm training to be a teacher, right? And I see a program that comes up on TV. I see these kids coming running around and doing all this unruly stuff. What's my opinion when I go into the school system? Am I what? gonna give them a fair shot? Or am I no. going
1: you're gonna, you're not gonna give them a fair no. shot, or you're gonna um, make sure that you are not placing those environments. So let's it's say you're like, let's say you're one of the best teachers around. Your choice is going to be somewhere far away from what is perceived to be those areas, if that is such the case. And then the load, the the not all the time. So it's no disrespect for uh, the good teachers out there that are right in the thick of it. But in terms of choices, if you have a choice. You're, or if, you're choice, if you're going back to what Kay said about education So if you have that teacher Don't got that A star You've got more opportunity If you're that teacher That just had to retake or whatever Then maybe opportunities are limited Because we all know what happens when people look at CVs and experience and stuff like that So if you're, if you're being pumped That type of information of, This is what it's like to work in a, a, a school Where it's got a, a mixed Array of uh, races. It what it, it's a, it's just a, a systematic just oh I hate using that word but it's just that's all it is it's just systematic and that's if it's it, about us understanding okay this is what it is let's break that not break it but let's because that that'll contradict what I said before but let's actually break the cycle internally
2: internally yeah hundred percent mm. well I I would what do you what do you think the what do you think we can do.
0: I think what we can do is we, we've got to, you know, as, as, you know, if we're parents, we go into, go into schools and check, you know, go to parents' evenings if they still have them, you know, go to these parents' evenings, check on our kids on a regular basis, go into the schools, speak to the teachers, check to see how our kids are progressing, you know, um, ask questions about the subject, ask questions about how the kids are doing, check the kids' grades, things like that. I think I think that's the only way that we can kind of, kind of stop this exclusion from happening is by checking on our kids going into the schools, making our presence known, making the teachers know that, you know, there is a a parent behind this child.
1: One hundred
4: percent. Do you
0: know because... what the other thing
4: I was thinking about? Sorry, sorry, I must cut you. That's all right, that's all right. Um, I was thinking about we, we get Black History Month one month out of eleven months. What's stopping us from making black history week in our houses with our kids and teaching them the real the real black history not the the the, the roots five minute clip of roots and yeah. then a teacher comes up and say he was like picking a box of dark chocolates
0: i mean how how, do, could, how how does how how did they manifest black history into one month anyway
4: you know exactly do you know what uh, there was something that my, my dad used to do and uh, he just oh man ah. Uh, Listen, so my dad used to, like, we would have a day of a week where we'd just sit TV off, everything off, and he would tell us stories, yeah? Real stories about the family tradition and everything else. We'd just have conversations and questions and answers. We need to have that in black families. I'm sorry, we What's need do? to have that. Because she we do? don't have a sense of belonging. That's we don't have a
0: sense of achievement or anything. 100%! Talk about your history. You know, that, that's what needs to happen. You know, those discussions need to be had, like you said, on a on a weekly or monthly basis with your children, with your with your family members, so that you've you've got that sense of empowerment because you've come from somewhere.
2: oh but then the crazy the crazy thing about it is that not a lot of us can go back more than two generations. True, but it's.
0: The, I, was, I was about whether, to say that. I was yeah, about to say.
2: Yeah, that. yeah but when when yeah, you but look whether, whether, you, whether you can go
0: back two generations or not, the fact that you're talking about your family history. Moves mountains, one hundred percent, and also
4: it starts. It starts a generation, so you, you can go back two generations, but guess what? Your kids are gonna go back three generations. That's what and I was gonna their say. kids That's
3: are
2: gonna go back gonna four generations. Yeah, start building from now as much as we can, no matter where you are. The totem pole. I don't think that
3: matters, though, man. I don't think that matters. Um. So, I think that's a broken people trying to find themselves. I think that's 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 what it that is. So you're saying we have to reset our whole history? Keep in mind that I said that we are the most ancient race on this planet, but we but we now have to just accept that oh, okay, we can only go back two generations. Now we've got to reset and be happy that our kids can go back three generations.
1: No, 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 no. That's, well, that's not reset. Can
0: go back. Yeah, you but... can only go back as far as you can go back within your family structure, but. I think what um, T was saying is to have that discussion with your kids, you know, um, on a weekly or monthly basis about your family history. So that well, empowers the children and that gives them a sense of belonging. And well, also it depends I, what, where what, you're what at. The thing, is, the thing is that doesn't give the kids a sense of I'm
3: of belonging or where you come, come from whatsoever. It, it, it doesn't. Why if, not? You can only go why back what to- does it, What does it give why them? Not? Oh, what does okay it give them? Day. What that gives them is that your people have been destroyed. That's that's what it gives them. No,
1: you I'm not sure go about that. No, I disagree. I don't, I, okay, disagree. I disagree. I
0: okay, disagree with you that. You can disagree. So, that's fine. That's fine. So the that's so the I'm situation is that's what that's what this podcast is about, isn't it? Everybody else's opinion. So the situation is is this though:
3: if you can only go back to the slave plantation and you think well, that's okay,
0: cool. If that's what you want to do, cool. No, no, so. No, so but Kay, nobody's Kay, saying. No, K, nobody's K. Nobody's saying that. We're just saying about having a family discussion on a monthly or weekly basis about our family history. Don't, I just, don't have to. You don't have to take. It doesn't have to I be about, negative
2: about no our
4: like, history. Like the negative. So situation. can I? Can I just say? So, for example, you know when we touched about uh what topic what was it? When why to do the research? Um about it? Mansa Musa, no, about Mansa Musa and, um, yeah, the slave, tr- the, the Windrush. Okay. So I was looking into, like, just history, black people history in general, and I started digging deeper. You can find a lot of stuff on YouTube about Mansa you Musa can. and his kingdom. You can yeah. find a lot of stuff about, you know, how people were moved from the West Africa to the Caribbean for the plantations. You can find all this stuff. Of course. But what I'm saying is, you can start having those conversations. I took my little one last year. She's only three. I took her back home. to Zimbabwe. The reason why I did that, it might have been premature, but I wanted her to know she's got people outside this country. Simple
0: as that.
4: She's Simple got a granddad. She's got a grandma. I wanted her to know. And I also, when I went there, I was asking my granddad. So I want to know our family tree, the people that I never knew. I asked my dad. These are the conversations that If we've yeah. still got our grandparents, let's yeah. use them. If we still got our parents, let's use them. 100%. Ask questions.
0: Taking your daughter to Africa contextualises her history. It puts everything into focus.
4: And they can also see. So when tomorrow someone says, a teacher comes up and says, oh, oh Africa's poor, she can tell her, no, 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 no. No, no, no it's not. No, it's exactly.
1: not. Uh, yeah, it's not just about that, though. It's because well, the mindset that we need to have, I know it's a daunting one, uh, um when you think about it, but we will be grandparents at some point. So it's not just about going going back. It's it's about so the way I see what we're trying to discuss is about actually what our children's children children can look back on. So my great great grandkids can say, Oh yeah great uh, great granddad like he was he, like he was speaking to like minded people that had a so it 's not just about kind of going back to what we deem as being broken it 's about actually well if we 're trying to fix that break, then surely we want to pass that information on as well through to future generations so it's, we we have to yes we have to live in the now, but we have to be grander than that and think actually what is what legacies can we create that actually then has a knock on effect four or five generations down the line.
5: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean um but I'll, 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 this an interesting point that you mentioned there um are about schools i I want to go back to that quickly just because yeah. that is so important It's so important to kind of show the uh, the the schools that there is someone behind this child children. um I, I i I can attest to that i've got my oldest son is ten years old so and he he knows how kind of interested I, I am when it comes to parents evening I'll, I'll do the little pep talk that my mum used to do like before like I better not hear anything bad like <laughs> yeah. even even though I know that it's not <laughs> likely, but 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 once again that's a check-in that's a check-in to say so,
0: that's
1: that's a check-in for the next parents even to know our actually dad mentioned like if I've done something but also I, I even say to the teachers like if if my son ever does anything or does anything then you need to let me know like um, I, I said I said directly like you need to contact me and let me know because yeah. that those, those things just can't run because I know the system
5: yeah
1: and, and i know the I know that my son will probably be one and a half steps away uh from certain situations so i am already trying to kind of prepare or kind of to dismantle those environments yeah so just to sh- so that's so important like being there like necessarily um like going to parents even it was fun because like I knew that. I'm not there's not going to be anything bad. And obviously that's the sense of like your child or you your parents being proud of you. And yeah. my mum, my mum would always kind of if something came up like, oh, he's a bit chatty sometimes, then my mum would give me the eyebrow. But that's yeah. that's they're the type of things that you go, okay, that's something that yeah. I can work on. But it's so important like for for parents to kind of really not they you have to be academic yourself but to really oh. show that, that actually we're behind you when it comes exactly. to the supporting system just to protect yeah. them from that that uh so there's not an inevitability of expulsion but exactly. there's, but there's an inevitability of success that's yes. that's that's what I'm trying that is yeah. like even recent uh, f- uh, a few weeks ago my son got um his school report and whatever and he even he knew what my response was be like he did it, it was decent but we've we've got into a mindset where actually you no know, we can do better yes you know what I mean and it's not to put too much pressure because I don't want to be that pushy parent but no. it is, it's just to have that mindset of actually of if he's if thinking like that then he's kind of a few steps away more steps away from expulsion exactly. and, it's, it's, and it's closer to actually kind of desirable outcomes in terms of getting of a good education and that's, that's, what, that's, why, that's why I say about us that adults actually being educated and understanding the impact yeah. they have in the home and the little things they can do. And don't get me wrong, I can do a lot more. Let's have it right, I can do a lot more. Not that I'm bad, but okay. I can do a lot more to kind of even enhance the experiences. Yeah. Yeah. But that is, that's pivotal. As a parent, that is pivotal to kind of uh, to, to prevent expulsion. Sometimes you can't. So, like as my son gets older and he'll develop his own mind even more. I'm sure, like, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But at least lay the foundations. That's what I'm. That's that was my point earlier. At least yeah. lay strong foundations. You might think your foundation is good because it's like high, but if it's high full of sand,
0: yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well, that's the end of uh, this episode of One SAF. Thanks for listening people bless up
3: <laughs> this guy <laughs>
5: the music, man.